Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's the Rich Eisen Show Basketball Podcast. It's a Wednesday. We're back on the normal day, and we're all in our normal spots. Brockman, Adam, TJ, what's up, fellas? Yo. What to do, baby? Are, are any of you guys going to be the next Brooklyn Nets coach? How is that going to work? Are they just going to do, like, an American Idol type deal where you just get, like, a one-week audition? <laughs> hey, man, I'd love to go to Brooklyn for a week, try it out. I've never yeah. been to Brooklyn before. You haven't? No, never been. I've been to New York City a few times. Never been to Brooklyn. Let's go. Hey, spread love. It's the Brooklyn way. Hey. Hey. way and Alizé keep me tipsy. Girls used to diss me. Now, now they, they write letters because they, they miss me. me. Are we gonna get, are yeah, we gonna get you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go to Brooklyn. You know, leave it. Leave it. The 16th seat on the bench open for the Notorious B.I.G. We just leave that open every single game. And let's go. <laughs> I think that's fair. That sounds pretty great. I mean, <laughs> hey, anything going on with them? Jeez. I mean, come on, guys. It's wild, man. I just got to saying to you that, like, what what do we say about Brooklyn? It's just like, yeah, they had a coach and they fired them. They and didn't then, just have a coach, they, though. They, yeah. had a Hall of they had a Hall of Fame two-time two uh, back-to-back MVP player in Steve Nash, first-time head coach. Lot was made when he got the job that, oh, man, this guy's got no playing experience. He's just there to manage egos. And and KD and Kyrie were like, he was their handpicked guy. But they were like, well, you know, it's more of like a collective. We're all kind of coaching the team. It's like, a think tank. Even Jacques Vaughn could do it. And now Jacques Vaughn's the interim <laughs> coach. And could you see it? I mean, look, we all, we all know, like, the Lakers are kind of a disaster. There's some other teams who are kind of a mess. But we kind of thought that Brooklyn was going to be a championship team at some point under these guys with, with this whole group. And now uh, they'll be lucky to make the play in at the rate it's going. Yeah. It's, it's a situation where Steve Nash is great of a player as he was. He was probably in and over his head with these egos. That's the thing you have Kyrie KD. These guys not only have egos and Ben Simmons, but they're, they're kind of emo dudes. A lot of times, you know what I mean? Like Durant, as much as a great player as he is, Seems like he's always surly. He's always talking trash to people on Twitter. And who knows what the moods are with Kyrie. And then Ben Simmons, you don't know where his head's at. So when you have those three guys as your big three, that's a difficult situation. You have a ton of talent. But at the same time, you have guys where you don't know what's going to happen day to day. So that's an issue. I saw. I don't know if you guys saw. Did you see that picture of Steve Nash? It was from like a couple days ago getting kicked out. His eyes were literally bulging out <laughs> of his sockets. Yeah. I was like, at that point, like he's having a mental breakdown right yeah. now. He's lost. He's lost it. So... What do you think went wrong, TJ? I mean, who's, I know we're in this like type of business where it's like, hey, who's to blame? Uh, you got to assign blame to everything. Like, but, but, you know, just in, in terms of that type of argument, who gets the, 
the lion's share of the blame, if you want to make a uh, a pie chart of blame, how how's it get spread out there in Brooklyn? I, I honestly have no idea. Like, I, I don't know. Because on paper, you think, all right, if this isn't a championship squad, at least you know this team will make some noise. You've got this coach, one of the greatest players of all time. You've got two guys on the team who are two of the greatest players of all time. And you're thinking, all right, you know, this might not be the perfect formula, but this will do well. And it hasn't done well. And now Nash is gone. And I, I don't know who you blame for this. I Because, again, you know, we do this job and it's like we're, we're just making assumptions. But none of us are in that locker room. None right. of us are around the team. True. So it's just very hard to, to really look and point and go, hey, that's where it went wrong. Like, we're not going to know until the 30 for 30 or the book comes out, <laughs> you yeah, know? So who who knows? But you got Kevin Durant. And one thing we know about Kevin Durant is he loves basketball, right? Yep, he doesn't care about any of this other crap that goes on. He just wants to play ball and all this other stuff that comes with it is just, you know, I guess part of the, unfortunately, part of the package that he has to deal with. You've got Kyrie. I don't really, you know, that's a whole nother situation. I, it's just, you know, I, I, we could go on. Yeah, forever we really need to get into the Kyrie that. stuff. I thought Rich covered I, it pretty I, perfectly uh, yeah. on on the Big Show with I, his I just, kind of statement about it. But yeah, you just keep going. I just don't. Uh, who knows? Who knows? You know. And then you got Ben Simmons. Who you thought, oh wait, maybe the the year off would help. You know, get his mind right, get his game right. Mm-hmm. And now you've got Kyrie, who you know, which I think is cool, is out there like, bro, shoot, like trying to like hype him up. And Ben Simmons is still the Ben Simmons that we saw. Against the Hawks, you know, two years ago. So yeah. I, 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 I really don't know what the problem is. Maybe we need to reframe Ben Simmons in our minds now to where he can just become a potential, like, Draymond's, maybe Dennis Rodman type player. I'm not saying he's even close to being as good as those guys, mm-hmm. but maybe we just need to reframe him as a guy that's only good for rebounding and defense and some assists. Do not expect him to score any points. Any points from him is a bonus. That was like when Dennis Robin was on the Bulls back in the day. Right. Any uh, any points with him was just an added bonus. It'd be fun when he'd shoot a three every once in a while. The crowd would go crazy. But we expected him to have 15 rebounds a game and play the best defense possible on the best player on the opposing team. And I think that's what the Nets fans need to expect out of Ben Simmons. He's not a scorer. There's a mental block with him. And even if there's not a mental block, it doesn't matter. He's talented enough in terms of defense and rebounding and assists where he should just become that type of player. But what's insane is that Ben Simmons can score in his four years in Philadelphia. 15.8, 16.9, 16.4, 14.3 points per game. And he did it all in 12 shots or less per game. He's great at going to the rack. He can score, get to the rack, get to the the free throw line. And he's not good at the line. Well, there's obviously a, something going on inside his mind. That's, yeah. This is all a mental thing, clearly. It has to be. Yeah, through six games, he's averaging six, six and a half, and seven. Six points, six and a half rebounds, and seven assists. It's just like not the t- same player that he was. And it's just wondering, is like, should he come off the bench? Is he a type of role player? And that just adds into kind of everything that's going on with Brooklyn. Uh, two questions. Do you think their championship window has closed considering now what the East looks like? And is it over? Is it time to cut Kyrie? Maybe think about honoring what Kevin Durant wanted to do over the summer, which was, you know, alleged, uh, reportedly ask for a trade, get rid of him, just blow this whole thing up. Uh, that's a tough question. I mean, I know you don't, you know, uh, 
you're upset about what happened last year with obviously with the Udoka situation. Obviously, it was a terrible thing that he did, and it, and it was wrong of him. But to be real, and just in terms but of we bat- don't know what it is though. You gave it's it never say, even come out. Yeah, but you're saying it's terrible. You're saying it's terrible. Is wrong, but we don't know what exactly went down. Like, I guess we can. It's, it's bad. We can just assume it was bad enough that Boston said, "Okay, yeah. you're suspended for the year," and also. You can be the Nets coach with no compensation. Yeah, just letting him go. We just want him out. So it was at least that bad, whatever yeah. that means. But in terms of basketball, he's proven to be a really good head coach. And so maybe this is the shot that they need, that they they finally have a guy that – Just Udoka coming in yeah, and that, just kind of yeah, cleaning things, everything yeah, up. Shake yeah. things up. Yeah. The guy was in the finals last year. Yeah, that's what I said yesterday. Like, you know, and uh, – I had to catch myself because I was like, maybe they'll respond to him. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. If you can't respond to one of the, to no worse than the sixth greatest point guard to ever play in the league. Right. But, you know, there's a difference because a lot of times a great player does not transition to a great coach. True. Right. I mean, look mm-hmm. at all the players that we've had. There's I mean, been very few that have. Larry Bird, maybe the best Larry example. Bird made. Well, you know, Lenny Wilkins, I would say, Lenny would Wilkins probably could, be the, the yeah. best example. But Bird was really good. Magic, not so much. And I right. think the reason is because when you're that talented and your work ethic is that great, like Kobe could never have been no. an NBA coach, right? Same with Jordan. Yeah, it couldn't have happened right. because you want got, because what you did. Like Jerry West kind of lost his mind. Yeah, like, you are so good and you are so talented and your work ethic is so out of this world that anything less than what you brought to the table every day is going to drive you up the wall. So did Steve Nash have that? You would assume he wouldn't when you're talking about talents like Kyrie and Durant, but we don't know. So a different voice, maybe Ime will talk to them differently, get them on a different page. We don't know, but I guess if I'm a Nets fan, I got to kind of look at this and have a little bit of hope, right? And and we got to think about Basketball this wise, al- yeah. also that Kyrie was out a lot of time last year. They've only had Simmons for a few games. So this core three of Simmons, uh, Durant, and Kyrie have really not played together at all. Yeah. So it'll take them some time. And maybe if you give them more time, Seth Curry comes back, you have a new coach, they can turn the season around. The yeah, season's Harris. still really, really uh, young right now. Weren't we just talking the other day about how the Lakers fired Mike Brown after like oh, and three. a week or something? Yeah. And, and it's they, just they, like, they, you they didn't even give that got. a chance. But you know. so wild. What do you okay. think about the Udoka situation? Are you, are you upset that the Celtics won't have him as a coach anymore? Oh, I, I didn't think he was ever coming back anyway. I, it felt like they were just kind of suspend him for a year just to kind of let it settle. I, I also think this, too, is about money. Now they don't have to pay him if they just let Brooklyn just, like, have him. Obviously, whatever the Celtics found in their investigation this summer, which who knows if we'll ever actually know about it, was bad enough for at least a year off, probably fired, and we don't want anything back. Just take him, get him out of the building. I, I just think it's a terrible, terrible, awful look for Brooklyn and mm-hmm. their ownership in the same few days of separation to have this Kyrie stuff with his with his post and promotion and then the weird interview he did post game um and then your owner says this is bigger than basketball and then now you hire a head coach who had some inappropriate behavior in Boston that cost him an entire season that is a terrible, terrible look to have this go on with one of your star players, and now you bring in a head coach who has this also dark cloud over him uh, surrounding his behavior 
with women in the organization? Like, what are you telling the women, not only in Boston, in their organization, and now what are you telling the women who work in your own front office and in your organization as well? Like, this is okay. It's a really bad look for them, but, uh, you know, we don't, we don't have to talk much more about it. I was just thinking about it from a basketball perspective, but uh, when we started the pod today, um, which I did want to ask you guys about this. It's been a lot of time talking about legacies and people's uh, standing in the game and where they rank all time. TJ, we love lists, obviously. Mm-hmm. When I think about Kevin Durant, if they if he never wins another championship – how are you going to remember his career? How is he going to be ranked and labeled um, in terms of what happened outside of those three seasons in Golden State? You know, he gets – it's a good question, right? Because he gets a lot of crap, which it, to me is like mind-boggling. Because when you've got a guy who's this supremely talented at the game, it's amazing the amount of crap that he gets, Right. And you could say, oh, well, you went on the team that beat you. You joined the Warriors. But sure. that Warriors team won more games than anyone else in the regular season history of the NBA, and they lost the finals. Right. So it's not like he joined a team that won the championship. True. Was Kevin Durant the best player on those championship teams? The two years in Golden State? Yes. 1,000%. Yeah. So he was finals MVP. Twice. Yeah. I mean, game-winning daggers – both years, right, in games. So I don't really understand the the Durant trash talk. You know, people want to say you, you got to go win it on your own team. But if you are the best player on the best team, what what are we talking about? So I, I, I don't know. I, where I'm, does I'm it, not trash talking him. I, I you're just, not, but, I'm, but you know what yeah, the course. collective is. People who I don't pay attention to on Twitter, which because I can't because I don't have a Twitter anymore, <laughs> but I don't really care about the noise from social media. I care about, guys, the noise from other legends and other players. And when I see some of these guys make it seem as though like he's got to win it on his own, it just kind of it kind of frustrates me a little because we're looking at things other than the facts. And the facts are Kevin Durant's one of the greatest basketball players the good Lord has ever made, and that's the bottom line. And that's why my question and I, just this discussion is about how he's going to be remembered, right? Because think about it. He obviously had an issue with Steve Kerr, or else he'd still be on the Warriors. Well, maybe it wasn't Kerr, I don't though. Think it, it, was wasn't Kerr Kerr. it wasn't Kerr. It was Draymond. That was... But if you have an issue with one guy and you're Kevin Durant, you could probably get Draymond traded, right? Yeah, but that's not that's not your mo. Like they even... were already a team beforehand, right? So you're not going to go. I'm not. Someone's going to come in and be like, "All right, get rid of Adam." Well, we just won a title but two years ago. But if you're him. Steph Curry and Clay, and you're like, "Hmm, we could have five more years of Kevin Durant and win five more titles in a row," or there, or we want Draymond and all the drama that goes with I that. Think Who I, would you choose? I, I, well, I don't think it it was an issue that he had that kept him. Uh, from staying there, I think it was a situation where the right, Twitter well, trolls got the best of all him. All right, let me let me rephrase then. He obviously there was something going on where he didn't want to stay with that team, and it was coached by Steve Kerr, right? And this summer he wanted Steve Nash fired. So two of the greatest guy, you know, great just guys and nice guys, great coaches. He couldn't make it work with them. He couldn't make it work to stay in Golden State. And but he did make it work with Golden State because they won chips. 
But he didn't make it work that he didn't want to stay. It was only well, he was only but, there for three years. To me, years. it was a situation where his ego got the best of him, and he wanted to go to Brooklyn to prove that he could win on his own. And now he's not going to. So that's kind of my point. If they don't ever win again, if he stays in Brooklyn for the rest of his career and they don't win, how are you going to remember this part of Kevin Durant's? Uh, you know, I'm still going to remember. He's one of the greatest scorers, bucket getters that ever lived. He is a two-time NBA champion. He's a. You're not going to be disappointed. I mean, look, bro, some of the greatest players of all time have never, like Charles Barkley is no worse than my third favorite player ever, never got a chip. Allen Iverson, no worse than my fourth player ever, never got a chip. Carl Malone, John Stockton, you can go down the list of guys who've never won championships, right? Yeah, And we put them in this list, like you never won a chip. Well, now we've got a guy who's won two and two finals MVPs. It's like, what are we talking but about? There's still a no, but I'm, but I'm saying there was the expectation that he had this two things. He got his resume built to a point where, yes, you are now up there with the all-time greats. And, and we were thinking, oh, my God, he's going to go to Brooklyn, team with Kyrie Irving, and they, they're going to put this team around him, and they're going to win one, two, three more before I his career's all over. I never thought that. You never thought he was going to win at least one more? Maybe one, but I never thought they were going to turn into a, some type of dynasty. A lot but, of people did, though. But now they're going to get zero, most likely. There's something missing. That doesn't change There's, the way you think about him at all? What, how is that going to take away anything that he's already done? It's not done? taking away. So uh, then how could it change my thought? Like, if I'm already like, bro, you've already done all this. Now everything else is just it's just extra. You, you are already on the top 75. Mm-hmm. You're already a champion. You already won, I believe, scoring top. You've won MVP. Like, you've done it all. You... Had he never won, then yeah, we could have this conversation that it might make change differently. But you were the best player on the best squads but twice. It, but playing devil's advocate, it will always be a discussion. If Kevin Durant yeah, never wins, good point. if he never wins one more championship, right. it will be always be a talking point in the media. Is Kevin Durant for sure one of the greatest players of all time? To me, he's top 20, absolutely. But there's still something slightly missing if he can't win a championship without joining three Hall of Famers in their prime. He joined three Hall of Famers in their prime. He's the guy that took them over the top. He was the best player on that team, but it wasn't his team. And without winning a championship where it's absolutely his team, there's still something slightly missing and something that people will always talk trash to him on Twitter about, people will always have in the back of their mind. Nobody's disputing that he's a Hall of Fame player. He's absolutely a Hall of Fame player, one of the best players ever. But there's still something slightly missing. First of all, people and that's talking what, trash on Twitter would be the absolute least of my concerns when I'm I'm well, ranking. It's part of his legacy, though. I there's know, that, something that is something, off of his I legacy. Mean, he was literally doing it yesterday. It was, it's hilarious. I find Kevin Kevin Durant really funny, and that's why I wanted to just kind of bring up this thing. And you guys both brought up both sides of the argument, and that's why I kind of wanted to have the discussion because yeah, you can't it's, take away. it's going to be had forever. We're not taking. To me, to we're not taking. Well, away. I, I'm not certainly. I'm not taking away. But you'll never be able to take it away from him. But if you're just like, ah, man, yeah. I wish he could have got. Wish he could have done it. I really thought he was going to do this. I really thought he was going to do X. That's a, that's a, the interesting thing. So when Durant was on their team, he was better than Curry. He was the better player. Yeah, but, for sure. But but if he never wins another championship, I believe that Curry will have a better career. If that makes sense. Well, like, Curry's got four. I mean, Curry's I, got four and yeah, two, two MVPs. That he's one where it was his team, and he was the number. He it was his team, and he didn't have to go somewhere. Do you think Curry? We love. I mean, TJ, we love lists. 
Do you think Curry's ahead of Durant on the all-time list right now as we sit today? Yeah. Even though he wasn't a better player when yeah. they were together. Yeah. Because of the four? I mean, that, that, that matters. And the fact that, you know, you're, you're giving Steph Curry credit for changing the way the game of basketball is played, even though, you know, if he and Kevin Durant sat there and had a shootout, I'm not entirely convinced I'm going to put all my money on Steph. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we all say he's the greatest shooter of all time, but that Kevin Durant is a monster. So I, I don't in, know. And Steph winning last year, where essentially the second best player in the finals was Andrew Wiggins, that, that took him up another notch to me. Yeah, where last, he didn't have last a true year's, last superstar. Year's title, last year's title really boosted. It's amazing what that did for Steph's legacy, that title last year. Yeah, it's um, it's tough for Kevin Durant. It's, it's a weird situation he's in where everybody considers him a great player, but there's still something missing even though there's championships. It's kind of it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's, it's it, he's one of the most interesting, I think, just characters in this whole NBA play that we that we enjoy, you know, night in, night out, year in, year out. Um, yeah. he, he's he's fascinating to me, and I think we're gonna we'll debate, you know, his legacy until he's done playing for sure, and then another twenty years after he's done playing. It's just it's really interesting. I, I mean, just say this right. It just now hit me to put it to bed. We're telling you, and I love, I used to do this with pro wrestlers when they would come in. I'm going to tell you this. Aliens are coming to attack the Earth. Of course. And you've got to start it. You've got to Space, Jam, get, 3. Space Jam 3. Space Jam 3. And you've got to put together a team currently. Right now? Right now to save Earth. Is Kevin Durant on that team? Absolutely. Top five, yeah. Yeah. Is he starting? Yeah. What's our team look like? Are we are we doing top five by position? Are we just doing? I got to get five so uh, you know Jupiter doesn't blow us I gotta up. I got to get five. If I got to get five right now, no position, no position. Well, you got you Joker, got Giannis, KD, Steph. We're just going big. Tatum. What about Luca? Luca. Luca. There's six. Ja. Ja. I mean, look, we're gonna be okay. We're gonna <laughs> yeah, be yeah, fine. Yeah. We're gonna okay. survive. Earth will I'm be not okay. worried. Okay, we're gonna win. <laughs> we are gonna win. <laughs> but yeah, man, just like Kevin Durant, he's going to be this polarizing. I think maybe possibly LeBron. Polarizing. That's a good the word. Only yeah, yeah, more polarizing figure. And I and I could spend two hours discussing why I don't even understand that at all. Uh, but at the end of the day, Kevin Durant, great at basketball two titles and that'll be then you know you're going to have 50 percent of the people going to say this the other half are going to say that bottom line is he was great and he is great all right let's uh finish up with this just talk about let's go around the league a little bit milwaukee best team in the nba right now you know it's still early but still early they're five and oh but they look pretty damn unstoppable at the moment yeah i love bobby portis that guy i watched him on the bulls he was just a you know whatever player, and he's fit in so well with that team, and and uh, they're holding the fort down until Middleton comes back, and once Middleton comes back, that team they're clicking on all cylinders now. Imagine what's going to happen when he's back. So they're 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 pretty scary right now. Yeah, what did you think of the Bulls last night? Uh, oh, I loved it. Taking care of the Nets. Oh, it was great because we were losing in the third quarter by twelve. I say we like like. <laughs> but then all of a sudden you were up ten. Yeah, Zach, Zach Levine went nuts in the fourth quarter. It was great. Kyrie was absolutely terrible yesterday. His head was not in the game. He scored like four points, yeah, I believe. Two at 12 shooting. Yeah, he was brutal yesterday. Uh, Zach is such a talented player. They're, right now they're putting him on a uh, 
a, a load management type of situation where he's not going to play back to back. So I don't think he's playing tonight. But he was awesome last night. Io was good. Brooklyn looked pretty terrible, except for Durant. Durant was spectacular last night. He had like 32. Um, but they were missing Simmons. They're missing Curry. The, Curry, I think, is underrated and important to that Nets team. Because I agree. Because he can get them so many open threes. He'll get open threes from Kyrie and Durant. So they and need and him Joe, back. Him and Joe Harris. Yeah, they need. and Harris is working his way back. So those guys, once they get in the flow of things, I think. I believe that team will be okay. So, But it was just fun watching Zach go crazy. And TJ, don't look now. You're Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Winners of three in a row. Three We're back. A, three in a row. Doc Four. watches off. Yeah. Doc watches off. I, it, it was never on, really. Look, we're the four and four now. I'm not, I'm not that worried. It's Look, it's way too early to, to get worried uh, about them or the Clippers for me, even though the Clippers are three and four. I'm a little worried about Kawhi, but again, I'll keep saying it. Kawhi healthy later is much more important than Kawhi Healthy now. And again, I'm going to touch on this again. Utah and San Antonio do not understand the assignment. They don't understand the assignment. I appreciate the fact that you're winning games. They're collectively 11-4. and Like, no one would have thought that, right? That the two of those teams would be 6-2 and 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 5-2. But again, guys, you know, we we talk about teams tanking and throwing games. The fact of the matter is you are not going to get a professional athlete who busted their (laughs) – him or hers butt their entire life to get where they are – to then throw games. I know. It's just, you know, as much as we want, it's just not going to happen. So I give them props for, for doing what they're doing. And, yeah, right now Milwaukee's 5-0. and And, you know, to quote Tyga, I'll make it rain there because I'm all about my bucks. Right now hey. it looks like they hey. might – Tiger reference, wow. Be We're going it, way back. 2014. You know, but again. Also, shout out, shout out Rockets. They understand the assignment. The Rockets uh, understand the magic understand understand Shout the out Orlando. Yeah. Shout out Detroit. They understand <laughs> the, the assignment. The Lakers uh, under, understand the assignment the Lakers for the New Orleans Pelicans. The, Pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> the Lakers don't want to well, don't want to be understanding the assignment. You know, they they, they feel you, they're in the wrong classroom. Yeah, yeah. Did you see you them know? celebrate like they won the title? Getting yeah, but win here's the, the deal, right? People were clowning Dar- them. It was Darvin. It was for Darvin Ham, right? Course, and it's like you know what? You first time, and so it wasn't so much for them the celebration. It was to to celebrate him. And so yeah, cool man. It's, your first one is an NBA coach. You'll never get that again. No, that was pretty cool. Can you also, imagine? Can you imagine Imagine if the Magic get get Victor next year, if they're going to have Powell and Wambanyan. Oh, oh, my God. That's why I believe it won't happen. Because I, I think the Magic, they, I think they're, they're going to dig. Their, they're one in They've seven. They've also had crazy good luck in the draft. I mean, remember they got Shaq mm-hmm. and Penny in back-to-back yeah. years. So it, it could. Um, also a sneaky, huge game tonight in Cleveland. Boston and Cleveland, great rivalry ooh. brewing. Uh, Cleveland got us a couple days ago. Darius Garland's, yeah, Garland's back tonight. Back. Kev's sneaky good. Cavs can make some noise in the didn't, East. Didn't Levert have 40 points in that game also? Yeah, and uh, and Donovan Mitchell, I think, had 38 or something. Donovan Maybe. Mitchell is just balling, yeah. balling right Donovan now. Mitchell yeah. has been balling. You know, and, and and just looking at, you know, the so NBA I know it's stats. only the second week of the season, but a huge game in Cleveland tonight. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it's kind of hard to really I know, put it's too early. much it's into early. it. But, it's yeah, early. for what we're going for, yeah, it's going to be a good game. Donovan Mitchell, man, is it's been fun. This whole Cavs team, I think we kind of knew that they'd be fun to yeah. watch. and. Again, they're 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 doing I think kind of what we kind of expected them to do, you know. And, and Mitchell's top five scorer in the league right now, Luca right now at thirty seven. The game is Luka leading the way. Crazy. You know, uh, Rudy Gobert with fourteen boards a game, yeah. and Chris Paul with eleven dimes. Yeah. 
the game leading leading the By association. By the way, shout out Suns. We also kind of left them for dead. Bro, after yeah. last yeah. year. Yeah. I know I know we mentioned it like briefly last week, but damn, they look good. They do, Took man. Took care of Minnesota last night. That's a good team, man. Yeah, it's a really very are. good team. And they they've got it all. They've got it all right there. And Aiton didn't play yesterday. Yeah. They still won. Like, but are they like the NBA version of the Packers where they're so good in the regular season and then in the playoffs just something different happens and they can't put it together? But can we say that because they're, they've gone to a finals before, so they at least True. have gotten there. And then, True. you know, I maybe they're set up, bro. They they For the last three, four years now, they've been trending. They got to the finals. They lost. Maybe this is Phoenix's year. Yeah, right, like Chris Paul had a big game last night. He, his health is obviously the key. Uh, yeah, that's, that's tantamount to He needs money. to be healthy in the playoffs for them to yeah, have you want chance, Now, if you yeah. want to talk load management, that's mm-hmm. a guy who maybe should yeah, right. be taking, you know, some time off and, and getting his body right because that's always been the problem Proud member of Larry Bird's short shorts. Went <laughs> off last night. Uh, TJ, we'll get out of here on this. Scale of 1 to 10, your concern for the Clippers is? 10 being I'm most concerned? 10 being most concerned. I, 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 like I said, we're six games in. I would say my concern is about a four. Okay. Kawhi's missing another game. Listen, game, that's you know that's that's a little problematic. <laughs> but, it, you know, again, it's, it's health. We're not doctors. I don't even play one on TV. And if they're saying that his knee is stiff and he needs this time, you, imagine rushing him out there too soon and then something else happens that's catastrophic so you know i would love to i you know i i won't lie to you i thought we'd be six and oh or something like this (laughs) to start the season but uh (laughs) we'll see you got the rockets tonight we beat them uh the last game that could be a nice palate yeah like i said they understand the assignment yeah huge game utah dallas tonight that's gonna be fun all right everybody uh that's gonna do it enjoy the games Enjoy your life. <laughs> oh, by the way, before we go, because we've be been touching on to this, I finished with Legacy. Oh, yeah, the, the you Lakers brought this up story the other day pre-show. Yeah, go ahead. And, and I want to tell you guys, man, if you haven't watched Legacy, whether you're a Laker fan or not, it, I think if you're a basketball fan or just fan of stories, it's most definitely worth watching. But something happened at the end of this that completely blew my mind because I had no idea that this was a thing. So really quickly, after Dr. Bus passes away, Jeannie gets a letter from a woman claiming to be her sister. You probably didn't know this, did you, Adam? No. So it turns out, and I, you know, I'll watch it if you want. I don't want to like get too deep into it, but basically what happened was a woman did a 23andMe test and found out this is wild. Her parents. <laughs> okay. Apparently, the buses, when they were younger, had a baby. Very first kid. So she would have been the oldest child, the oldest bus child. Mm -hmm. They gave her up for adoption. And later on, you get to see the reason they gave her up for adoption was basically the father, Dr. Bus, did not have the time or the inclination to take care of a child at that point. And many think it's because he grew up in extreme poverty. They were a young married couple. Maybe they didn't have the sources or the, Mm -hmm. the resources to raise a child. But they gave her up for adoption. Then they start having their other kids. And, of course, you know, he built this empire. Later on, this woman who in her 60s does this test finds out because she always knew she was adopted because in third grade she heard a teacher point to her. She saw a teacher point to her and say that she was adopted. So she lived with this her whole life, wondering who my parents are. I wish I could meet my mom. Does the test, finds out, writes to Jeannie. Jeannie, I'm sure, does her due diligence 
And Jeannie was like, yo, this this is my sister. So they didn't want to like FaceTime or see each other until they could actually meet. Goes to the airport, picks her up, and she literally walks around the corner. And Jeannie was like, it was like looking in a mirror. Whoa. Yeah. And so as we find out, you know, she'd gotten given up for adoption. Jeannie's mom is literally on her deathbed and she wants to introduce the sister to the mom. And this man, this got me. Jeannie takes her to the hospital. She's talking to her mom. She shows her the sister and the mother just simply on her bed. Who's, you know, near her end looks at Jeannie and points to her and goes mother. And then looks at the sister and looks at her and goes mother. And it was just like, she knew that that was her baby. And this woman probably lived with this for 70 years. The fact that she had to give this child up. So it was kind of touching the fact that she at least got to get her baby back. But it's also like, you got to feel for this woman because I don't know what her life was like, but it definitely couldn't have been as good as being a bus in Los Angeles in the seventies and eighties and nineties. So you know, I, I'm not sure what the family dynamic now is. It seems like all the kids have kind of come together and they accept her and brought her into the family fold. But it just kind of makes you go, wow, man, you kind of feel bad that this girl missed out on everything these kids had growing up. And that's kind of how legacy ended. So it, it's definitely wow. worth watching, man. And, oh, wow, it, man. and it took me by it took me by surprise because I didn't know any of that. You know what I mean? Who did? That's the so, first I've ever heard of it. I hope yeah. Jeannie's at least giving her some season tickets. Like, that's the least. Yeah. Well, the least yeah, I mean, Jeannie in the documentary, she she was the first one. She seemed very, like, excited about And mm-hmm. then she's like, this is my sister. So, you know, it seemed like all the kids were like, at first, I'm sure there's some shock to it, right? Like, but I think it seems as though they all came around. I don't know what their situation is today. I'm not sure. But I just thought that was a really interesting way to end to end Legacy. And I definitely recommend it. That's how we're going to end today's show. All right, everybody, enjoy the games. And we will see you next week. Peace. Later.